Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One of the things that KT thought was a good idea and Ben and I agreed was to really try to remember how 2018 unfolded because there was a lot of twists and turns and it's extensive. So we're going to do this two ways. We're going to give you pre Amari Cooper now and then coming up at 520, we'll give you post Amari Cooper but KT, how did this whole thing unfold last year? Well, I was, and this came to my mind when I was watching All or Nothing with the Panthers, and then week one it was Panthers-Cowboys. That's where week one started. And that game was so piss poor offensively. The Cowboys at the half trailed 10 to nothing. They fell down 16 to nothing at one point. But then, kind of like they do, they kind of came back. Zeke scored, it was 16 to 8. Cowboys had a chance to tie the game despite having no offense for three quarters. In the fourth quarter, they wake up. And this is kind of what happened to end the game. But the Cowboys had a chance to come back. Prescott pumps and runs up and steps back and runs left and is sacked and fumbles the ball. And it is recovered by Carolina. They lost 16-8. to But that game, I mean, it opened up everything we talked about offensively. The new Linehan plan, no number Mm -hmm. one wide receiver. Mm -hmm. And they could not move the ball until the fourth quarter. That, and that's man. There's been a lot of times where that's been the case. Now, and that'll change as we get into the segment later. Mm-hmm. But the back half of 2017 and the front half of 2018, that was the dominant part of the conversation, and Dak was taking the majority of the criticism for that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then we get to week two. So you're down 0-1. Week two, you have the Giants game, and the third play from scrimmage after a bad week of no offense. Here's the third play from scrimmage in week two. I know. Hold on. Hold on. I know what this is. This is Tavon, right? We'll see. Okay. Play fake to Elliott. Time deep. There's a shot in the man. At the 30, the 25, the 20, the 5. Tavon Austin. Touchdown, Cowboys. I remember this so well because it was early in the game. We're like, now we're talking, huh? Look at that. Look at the speed of Tavon. Look at how exciting. This is what we wanted. And then they took it all and put it back into a metal box and locked the door. Yeah, and I was thinking at that point, wow, okay, man, I've been really hard on Linehan, but look at that. They figured out how to get the ball to a speedster. This thing is going to open up. They're going to throw the ball deep this year. In that game, Dak had 160 yards, but he was good, 16 of 25. I think a key thing to remember that of that game, the Cowboys won that game 20 to 13. It never got terribly close. I mean, it wasn't something where you were shaking in your boots at the end. But the Cowboys' defense held Saquon Barkley to 28 yards. Wow. And that's where I think everyone went, whoa. Now, they did give up 14 catches and 80 yards to Barkley. Mm-hmm. But that's oh. I think that's when everyone went, whoa, is this defense? Whoa, right. all right. right. It's in a, And it's again, that was a game of surprises. You're going to be able to throw the deep ball, and wow, this defense may be legit. You, you know what else I remember about what we were talking about the next day after that game? Is we were talking about that's the way Zeke should be used. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, man, look at all these catches out of the backfield. So you're one and one, and then you're going to Seattle week three. And the game was so weird. Seattle was up 17 to three at the half, 
I'm going to tell you this. Zeke had 127 yards on 16 carries. There's a lot that happened in this game, and I found this clip of Brad that kind of summed up Zeke's day and how it relates to everything we've been talking about with Zeke. The Cowboys lost this game 24-13, to but listen to Brad kind of wrap up the game. It's, it's tough to say a guy has had uh, an unproductive day when a running back has run for 100 yards. He's got a 108-yard rushing day to go along with his fumble and drop and step out of bounds on what would have been a touchdown yeah. and a I, couple of whiffs on cut blocks. I would call it an uneven day for I would say it's a he's good had some, you know, He's had a no, 19 he's had some really 21, nice, 26. Without him, they have no chance. Yeah. He, okay. <laughs> Again, I, I thought the way that ended was good, though. Without him, they have no chance. They well, lost that game by 11. I, I I, do think, too, that this is when we started all those conversations about the up-and-down nature of not knowing. Oh, well, no, no, that was the year before. I apologize. Yeah. That was the year before. My I bad. do think the conversation at this point is like, okay, you've got three games of Dak. You're one and two, and Prescott has 170 yards, 160 yards, and 168 yards. But what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Is this just going to be a bus driving situation? Are they ever going to really unleash the hounds? You know, you had the, the one play to Tavon, but like where, and where's man, the explosiveness out of this offense? And boy, no one is enjoying it more than Des Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now week four, they go back home yeah. to Detroit. <laughs> Zeke had 155 yards on the ground that day. Dak threw for 255 yards and two touchdowns. But the game was tight all the way through, back and forth. It's 24-23. The Cowboys are down with 2.17 left, okay? And Dak works the team down the field, nine plays, 55-yard drive to set up this. 38 on the left hash to win the game. Snap, hold, kick, Maher, good! Cowboys win! Now, if he misses that, you're one and three and dead. Oh, the and other he nailed boy. It. But they had the ball with two minutes left, and they went up the field. 55 yards. They sell for a lot of field goals on these game-winning drives that you'll see. But there they are, two and two. This is where, to me, the, the big thing in the season that changed things was Amari Cooper. But in terms of the head coach, week five is where I think th- things changed for him. At Houston. Now, this game was 13-13, to 13, heading, to, uh, heading to the fourth quarter, okay? Tie game. Good defense. At the time, you're going, God, this defense is great, man. This defense has done its job all year. Offense hasn't done enough. They go to overtime. Cowboys get it first. They get a first down. Then they get another play. They throw it to Swaim. Oh, my God. They move into Houston territory. Mm-hmm. Jeff Swaim, do you want to get in on this, bro? Third and one. Crowd the box. Zeke up the middle. Stuffed. Fourth and one on the Houston 42-yard line. Now, think about how overtime rules work. You mm-hmm. got the ball first. Mm-hmm. So if you kick a field goal and make it from 59, you're still giving Houston the ball back. Fourth and one, and Garrett calls for the punt at the Houston 42. He calls for the punt. That is that is, that is is the embodiment of who Jason Garrett is. Sure is he is the most conservative human being in the Metroplex. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He sleeps in starched dockers. I think the I think it was a bad punt that went to like the twenty or I think it's about the twenty three. It didn't even flip the field. Like he didn't pin him inside the ten. And then, all right, dice, dice. I don't roll them. I don't roll them. Right, I the dice. I don't roll them. Right, those are dice. I, I don't just roll collect them. them. Put them on my shelf. <laughs> I've got a lot of dice. Um, but here's what happened once you gave Houston the ball. Fake handoff and throw it down the left side. Caught at the 40. Here goes Hopkins to the 50. And he breaks three tackles to the 35. And he's inside the 30 to the 28. Good night. 
Your leading receiver that game was Jeff Swaim. Three catches, 55 yards. Yeah. Obviously, the Texans kicked the field goal. You folded Oof. two and three. Do, do, and not offense. Answer. He answered everyone all week. I just thought our defense was playing well. Yeah. Do you guys our remember? Defense. Didn't that didn't that game save Houston's season? At the time, it sure did, Weren't man. Weren't they 0-4? They were 0-4. Yeah, and then they ended up making the playoffs. They ended up making So, it. Zeke had 54 yards. So, you have Zeke. You're now, at that point, you're 2-3 and three on the season. You have Zeke. You're not getting the most out of him, obviously. Uh, your offense is sputtering, and your defense is shown to be a little better than you thought, but your mm-hmm. offense is just leaving a lot to be desired. And then <laughs> you get, have the home game against Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville comes into your house. It's the nationally televised CBS game that day. And the Cowboys tore it up. I didn't even pull a clip. There's too many to choose from. Mm-hmm. They won the game 40-7. to Cole Beasley, nine catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. That was a big day for him, obviously. Dak was 17 of 27 for 183 sauce. yards. Like, he didn't throw for 200 yards. 183 yards, but he didn't need to. Uh, they, 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 they killed him. Now, at the time, you're thinking... The Jaguars, who were in the AFC Championship game last year? I mean, then right. we found out that everything went wrong for Jacksonville, and they had you know, in-house turmoil and all that. But there you go. Another game to make you go, I, I kind of still believe. And they're 3-3 three and three at this There's point. There's a 40-point game. 3-3. Three and three. Then they go to Washington. Week 7. Huge game. Division rival. Seven, tied at 7 at the half. Cowboys are trailing by three with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They're trailing by three, okay? They've got the ball in the 10-yard line, their own 10, okay? So five minutes, you got to go 90 yards, or you're listening to getting field goals. I mean, this huge drive, and here's what happened. Now it's third and 14 at the 10. 5.07 left, Washington up 13-10. Snap is back. Prescott from his goal line, standing, looking, rushed. He's going to, oh, he fumbled the ball. Yep. Picked up and walked in for a Washington touchdown mm. by Preston Smith. Got to throw the ball. 20-10, Preston Smith scores, 20-10. But still about under five minutes left, right? Mm-hmm. Cowboys get the ball and score. 2017, still alive. They stop Washington, get the ball back, and drive into Washington territory. So Brett Maher can tie the game. Kicks away, line drive, 52, hit the left up right and bounced oh. out. The Cowboys lose to Washington, 20-17. to 17. Okay, yeah, we go, go back, there was a penalty, it was a 47-yard kick, and there oh. was that weird leverage penalty. You're right, oh, that, that was, was the LP Leducer penalty. LP Leducer. Gosh, that, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the call that's never been LP seen Leducer. in NFL history. And yeah. that would have been, wasn't that in the middle of the, hey, we haven't gotten a holding call called against the other right. team. Starting starting to feel like the deck is stacked from Goodell and his, his goons. That leads you to the bye week. Collusion! And you are three and four. <laughs> but on day one of the bye week, you trade for Amari Cooper, a first-round pick. And you go, oh my God, they're going for it. This is three and four. They're still in it, huh? So they trade for Cooper. You're three and fourth the bye week. Let's do one more game, the Tennessee game. And yeah. then they'll get us right halfway through. And we'll call. do the rest of it at 520. Tennessee, this was Monday night football. Yes. And I think the play, I mean, you can talk like Amari Cooper did have a touchdown in that game. But On I the think, first drive, right? I think the play everyone remembers from that game is this one. So second and goal at the six. Straight eye formation now. Play action. Little pass in the middle of the end zone is intercepted in the back of the end zone. 
Bayard, a la Terrell Owens, just went and did a dance on the Blue Star, and that's huh. gathering uh, some Cowboys who are objecting. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Remember when Byron Jones was the one who kind of went out and, uh, I guess, protected the star. I Good guess, for him. I would say. Good for him. Yeah, there was not they, the Cowboys missed a field goal on that first drive, uh, but the the second drive after no Tennessee fumbled, they fumbled right. on their first drive, right. gave it right back to us, and then they had the four yard touchdown pass to Cooper. Yeah. Oh my God, Cooper touchdown changed the offense. We're gonna kill him. And then after that, the defense sucked all night long. Right. And that interception. They were in the red zone about to score, just killed them. Now, I also believe that was Cole Beasley's worst game of the season. Mm. Uh, three receptions for 16 yards, and my understanding was they lowballed Cole right before the start of the game. Really? Like in like before the game, and and uh, it could have <laughs> been now it could have been an agent mistake to share that. Uh huh. Yeah. But whatever, it was a huge mistake because he was in his head the whole time, felt disrespected. He's like, man, you don't even value me. What right. I'm going out here risking my life? Why? Are, why am I hearing about this right before kickoff? You're right, so, dude. That's well, we don't know. We don't that, know if it's the Cowboys like or agent. the agent. Yeah. You know, the, I mean, the agent was clearly involved. So surely he knows better than to do that. I would think so, man. I could see. I could see uh, Garrett walking up and putting his hand on Cole's shoulder and going, "I heard we gave you a low offer. That's okay. Really need you to shake it <laughs> off and go out there and perform your best, Cole. Yeah, one, one foot in front of the other." So that loss, though, put them at three and five and created a week of, oh, my God, we traded our first round pick. Who's going number eight in the draft? Right. Why why did we make this trade? We are three and five. And then coming up at 520, they put it all together and make the playoffs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.